0: I think upon your goodness, and your faithfulness each day. Welcome to the teaching ministry of Pastor John Joseph. John Joseph is a pastor, teacher, and an evangelist of guest world. He's the father of Real Grace Chapel, a thriving church in the heart of Lagos, Nigeria. Be blessed as you listen to this message. All right, the generous soul. Good, good. Now, get your Bibles out. Get your Bibles out. And as we go, now, Proverbs chapter 11, verse 25, I will read from New Living Translation. Proverbs 11, verse 25, it says, The generous will prosper. Those who refresh others will themselves be refreshed. The generous will prosper. Those who refresh others will themselves be refreshed. Amen. Now, we know what it means to be generous. We've, we've been defining it in this series, which means to be kind, to be liberal, to, be, to give without being stingy, to be unstingy, to be unselfish. So a generous person is someone who is not selfish. Um, it, it means to be selfless. It means goodness. So when you say, goodness and mercy shall follow me, you are actually asking for the generous spirit of the Lord to follow you. Amen. So if goodness and mercy is actually following you, goodness also means generous. So that means you will be generous. Amen. Now, for us as children of God, one of the things we must know is that our attitude towards wealth and earthly possession is a revelation of what we worship. How you undo your um, resources, how you undo your earthly possessions, how you undo the the things that God has placed in your hand, is a revelation of your worship. Now, I would like you to follow me as I read from the New King James Version of the Bible to Matthew chapter 4, verse 8. So, Matthew chapter 4, verse 8. This is the account when Jesus was tempted in the wilderness. Matthew chapter 4, verse 8. And the Bible says, Again, the devil took him up on an exceeding high mountain, and showed him all the kingdoms of the world and their glory. And he said to him, All these things on the word, all these things. So all the kingdoms of the world, all the glory. Now, when we say the glory, he's talking about the things that make the world look nice. And what if you had to ask yourself, what are the things that when you look at makes that you like to have in this world? I'm sure some of you will mention cars, right? You mentioned cars. What are the other things you admire? House, money. What are the things? Phone. Wow, the children want phones. Phones. Yeah, what are the other things? What kind of phone? Tonosabell, iPhone. Oh, you all know iPhone. Even before I finish, iPhone. So they are talking about iPhones. So I'm sure that you see you see people just using their iPhone, iPhone, and what are the other things? I, I, I don't know. Everybody but um, one of our sisters in church loves iPhone. There's only one person in my life that I've, that I've seen that does not really like iPhone. I, if not that I don't like mentioning people's name, I will have mentioned the person's name. I will have said, oh, it's B, it's, it's, it's a Blessing, but I don't like mentioning people's name. You understand? So it's not in my culture to mention people's name. If not, I will have just said, oh, Sister Blessing is the only one I've seen that who doesn't like iPhone. But they've told me that I mention people's name in lots, so I don't like mentioning people's name. All right, but there's only one person... I have seen in my life who doesn't like iPhone. (laughs) Only one person. Only one person. All right? And I think that one is called the spirit of Android. The spirit of Android. But besides that, everybody loves iPhone. Amen. All right. So I believe the devil must have shown him all the iPhones, all the, what are the good cars we have? What are the good cars? Lamborghini G-Wagon, Lesos. what are the nice car Islander that's your dream car Islander what's your dream car What Venza wow receive all your dream cars How come nobody saying Okada okay. So you don't want you don't have a dream bike you don't have a dream Okada you don't have a dream bicycle wow good so so you realize that in 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 what the devil was showing jesus was the nicest things of this world and he said to jesus look at what he said to jesus he said all these things you know that all these good things i will give you if you will fall down and do what worship me but look at the amazing response of jesus then jesus said to him away with you satan Away with you, Satan, for it is written, you shall worship the Lord your God, and in him only you shall what? Serve. In only him shall you serve. Now, we call this temptation. Now, anything that is tempting must be something that appeals to you, that you will like. Now, if Jesus was not going to like what he saw, it was not going to be called a temptation. Now, Jesus said, I love all these things I'm saying, but I will not worship for this. Because the thing that Jesus is saying is that the devil was telling Jesus, I have the ability or the capacity to give them to you. But all you need to do is worship me for it. Are you with me? Now, Jesus, having rejected the devil's offer in Matthew, or where we just read down, the Matthew chapter 4, then went on to say something in Matthew chapter 6. So look at what Jesus said in Matthew chapter 6. Verse 24, the same NLT. Matthew chapter 6 from verse 24. And I want to also to read from NLT, Matthew 6, from verse 24. And um, I will still read from the New King James version of the Bible. Matthew 6, 24. Okay. Now, Jesus after made a recommendation, he says, No one can serve two masters, for either he will aid the one and love the other. Or else, he will be loyal to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and mammon. Okay, so remember Matthew 4, when Jesus said, the devil said, I want to give you all this thing, but all I want you to do is what? Serve me. So Jesus now, in Matthew 6, he has passed that temptation, he's now making a recommendation for you and I. Based on what he, the devil has done, he, saw, he has seen that the devil knows how to trick people into worshipping him so that they can prosper, so that they can be blessed. So Jesus was saying that you cannot serve God. And mammon, verse 25 then, he says, Therefore I say unto you, do not worry about your life, what will you eat or what you will drink, or about your body, what you will put on. Is not life more than food <clears throat> and the body more than clothing? Look at the birds of the air, for they... Neither sow nor reap nor gather into bands, your, yet your heavenly father feeds them. And you are you not more valuable than they? Which of you by worrying can add one cubit to his stature? Now, so why do you worry about your clothing? Consider the lilies of the field, how they grow, and they neither toil nor spin, and yet I say to you that even Solomon in all his glory was not arrayed like one of these. Verse 30. Now, if God so clothe the grass of the field, which today is and tomorrow is thrown into the oven, will He not much more clothe you, O ye of what little faith? Therefore, do not worry, saying, "What shall we eat? Or what shall we drink? Or what shall we wear?" For after all these, now look, I say, for after all these, do the Gentiles see? For your heavenly Father knows that you what. You need what? You need what? Now, pause. From what we've read, from where we've read, what are the oldest things that I mentioned? You realize that it started with what? Money. It started with money. So all these things included money. Then it started with, it then went on to clothes. He talked about clothes, It talked about house. It talked about every other things. But I am happy that Jesus started this narrative of all these things by mentioning money. You cannot serve God and money. So you know what He said That God knows that you need money. God knows that you need to dress well. And God knows for some of our ladies you need good air. You need human air. God knows that you need human hair. God knows you are tired of this. On human air, the air that is not human, but you want to migrate to human air. God knows it. You see, this is where most of us think that God is not interested in us dressing well. Jesus said, God knows it. In fact, he said, Solomon was dressed well, but yet, it can, the the blessing God has bless the best of the air cannot be compared to all the glories of solomon so you know and what are the glories that solomon had go solomon was a specialist in having gold gold so those of you who like gold when i mean gold i mean real gold not yellow gold but real gold all right so God is not against you because the Bible says if you ever hear somebody say that, no, it's wrong to wear gold. God doesn't want to wear gold. Go back to Matthew C. The Bible says that the, the best of the air are even more arrayed than all the glory of Solomon. So God did not condemn Solomon for having all those glorious things. Yeah. So nobody should condemn you for dressing well, for wearing, for wearing nice chain, wearing gold because God <laughs> never condemned Solomon for all those things. God wants you to live well. He wants you to dress well. He wants you to eat well. He wants you to have a good life. He wants you to to use the best of the best. Are you happy right now? No, are you happy right now? That God wants you to appear well. He wants you to have all the good things. But what is it that God does not want you to do? So it's not that God does not want you to dress well. It's not that God does not want you to live a good life. God is not against you living a good life, dressing well and having the best. Because like I said, he never condemned Solomon in that scripture that no Solomon, was God was against Solomon. But rather, he even commended that Solomon had glory. Says said, Solomon in all his glory. Look at it. Let's look at it again. Um, verse, what is that? Bible student. Let's, verse 29. And yet I say unto you, that even Solomon in all his glory was not arrayed like one of these. You know that like, well, God even dressed the birds more beautifully, naturally, than Solomon. So God never condemned Solomon from having glory. So nobody should ever feel condemned of Make you feel condemned when you have good things of life. When your phone is good. When your dress is good. When your air is nice. When you, have, when you have good cars and all those things. No, that is not what God is judging. God never judges anyone for those things. It is the devil that tries to make you know, think that poverty is good. Poverty is bad. And very, very bad. Poverty is not just bad. It's what? Very, very, very bad. Wow. Have you ever entered a restaurant and you want to eat? Some of you will like going to fast food. And you realize that when they are serving you with pomo and they are serving somebody else with chicken and you know that there is levels. Huh? Those who think that poverty is good, you should just pray that all their life they will stay with pomo level. There is difference between pomo and evil pomo as levels. There is Pomo and there is one more. Yeah. Oh, my good God. One of those days, I think my wife wanted to serenade me, and she went to a restaurant and bought me one Man, this one was not the kind of one Even the way they call pomon, you know that that one is one But when you see one you know why they call it one It's a Yoruba word that means they think carry load one more. You know, it's a, it's, it's, it's a type of. It carries extra load that when you eat it, the pepper and the spices as a way of entering this. But the other one is a pomo. No, that pomo one, if you like, cook it from now to tomorrow, it will just say, This is how I'm going to be. That is pomo. That's pomo. That pomo. Yeah, thank you. You are delivered from it. <laughs> right, let's go to where we are. So you realize that God is not against us having good things and having good life. But what God is against was what the devil offered to Jesus. Worship those things as against worshiping God. Now look at the answer to those things in Matthew 6.33. But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and what? All these things shall be what? Added. Now, all these things that the Bible is talking about, you need to, if you have to find out what are the all the things, then if you don't know anything, all you need to do is to go back to verse 24 and see all the things Jesus mentioned. One of the things he started with was money. Money will be added to you. Good clothes will be added to you. Good food will be added to you. Good life will be added to you. Glory will be added to you. I love the glory. In other words, whatever it is that will make your life beautiful, God will add it to what? To you. Whatever will make your life better than the glory of Solomon, God will add it to what? To you. Amen. But it said for it to happen your priority must be God first and every other thing second. Those who want to enjoy the prosperity, the good life that God has to offer must realize that the formula remains God first and every other thing second. It so says, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And all these things That the world, the Gentiles are seeking for. Say, God will add it to you. God will add it to you. This is what the devil does not want you to do. That was why before Jesus had ever had money or had influence, it quickly went to him in the wilderness. When he saw that he was still suffering, when he saw that he was hungry, when he saw that he was in a place he was not able to take his bath, he was not able to change his clothes, things were so difficult for him. In that difficult season, that was when the devil tempted him with what he thought he needed, the money, the clothes, the glory and the fame. But Jesus said, no, if I serve God, all these things will be added." I want you to know That if you go after God, gold will come after you. If you go after God, gold will come after you. But those who go for gold often loses God. Those who go for gold, who make gold their aim, often loses God. But those who go after God have abundance of gold. If you go after God, gold will come after you. Because God wants you to have glory. Is somebody with me? Is somebody with me? Now, Jesus then said something. What he said we should seek after is the kingdom of God. Now, let's quickly look at the word kingdom. Because that's what he said. Seek first the kingdom of God. Now, the word kingdom is a combination of two words. King and dome. King and dome. King means a ruler. A leader, an authority that have influence that controls things, that runs things, then don't means domain, a region. So every king has a domain, a jurisdiction, a, a place they exert influence. That's what kingdom means. A place of influence, a place that they, they do. So in this our area, now there, there's a king there. Now his own influence does not exp- Exceed beyond is this area, but in Nigeria as a whole, our president can be referred to as the king, who who influences things around Nigeria. So, and the, his domain is what Nigeria. That's why it's called the federal uh, the president of Nigeria. So Nigeria is his domain. The Bible says there is one king; is the king of the universe, is the Almighty God Himself, and His domain is. In the entire universe including the earth now the next thing is that every kingdom has a constitution every kingdom has a rule as a governing constitution so there are three things you must know about a kingdom every kingdom has a king every kingdom has a domain every kingdom has what a constitution the constitution is what determines what is right and what is wrong The constitution is what tells people how to live their life. In fact, the king also is bounded by that constitution. That is why whenever the president is is to be sworn in, they will make him swear to be allegiance to to take an oath to protect the constitution of the country. And that is why, you see, people are sued for breaching rights as enshrined in the constitution of the country. Our president is governed by the constitution. Is bounded by the constitution. We as citizens, we are governed and our life is dictated by what the constitution says. Now, so there are three things that we've known so far. Every kingdom has what? A king. Every kingdom has what? Domain. Every kingdom has what? The final one is that every kingdom has an agenda every kingdom has an agenda there is an agenda in every kingdom what the what the kingdom stands for what the kingdom seeks to achieve so america they have their agenda nigeria have their agenda every kingdom always have an agenda they have an agenda that determines how that kingdom is run. every kingdom has an agenda So these are the four characteristics of a kingdom. The king, a domain, a constitution, and an agenda. So the people of that kingdom always do well to live by the agenda of that kingdom. What is the agenda? For instance, in our country right now, there are are times that the agenda is that this year, we want to have more schools. So it tells you where the government will spend their money about some years ago they said that our agenda this year is to have more agri- agricultural settlement it tells you the agenda of the country or the kingdom tells you where they go, they will spend their money where they will spend their resources where they will allocate things to are you with me now there are three types of agenda in this world there are three types of agenda so in this world there are two kingdoms the kingdom of god and the kingdom of the devil And both of them has these three things. The constitution, they have a king, they have a domain, and they have what? An agenda. So whenever you mention Satan, Satan is the king of his kingdom. The Bible calls him the god of this world. So Satan has an agenda. We, in our own kingdom too, God is our king, and in his kingdom, he also has an agenda. He has a constitution. The Bible is his constitution. The Bible is its constitution. Anything outside of the Bible is the constitution of the world. The Bible tells us how to live our lives. And God also has an agenda. So let's quickly go to the agenda. Because most of us do not understand the agenda of the kingdom of God. So even though we have come into the kingdom of God, we still do not know how to operate based on the agenda of heaven. And it is understanding the agenda of heaven that tells you how who God will bless and who God will not bless. You can fast and pray but when your plan is against the agenda of this kingdom, your prosperity will not come. Is somebody with me? Is somebody with me? So there is an agenda. Now quickly look at what is God's So the first agenda is God's agenda. God have an agenda. And what is God's agenda? What is in His kingdom? What is God up to? Matthew chapter 28 verse 18. It makes it clear. He said, And Jesus came and spoke to them, saying, All authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth. In other words, I am the king of this kingdom. He said, Go therefore, as my subjects, as, as the people in my kingdom, go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all things that I have what? Commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even to the end of the world. So it, the agenda of God is to populate heaven and depopulate hell. Simple. The agenda of God, like Ria Bonke puts it, I use the word for Ria Bonke. He said, Populate heaven and depopulate air. That's the agenda of God. So if you are in this kingdom, if you are a subject in, of the kingdom of God, you want God to bless you. You want the resources of God to flow into your hand. You want His blessing to flow into you, you, your hand. You want Him to elevate you. You must align yourself. With his agenda. Because his agenda is, is his heartbeat. His agenda is what is sponsoring. His agenda is what is, is what is blessing. So if you want him to bless you, you must identify his agenda and align yourself to that agenda. Can, if God's agenda is to populate heaven and depopulate hell and your own agenda is different from that, your life will be frustrated in that kingdom. Because you will not get the sponsorship of God. You will not get his blessing flowing into your hand. Are you with me? What, the second agenda is the devil's agenda. The, we, let's look at the agenda of the kingdom of darkness. The agenda of the kingdom of darkness is to populate hell and depopulate heaven. It's directly opposite against the agenda of God. It's populate hell. Let hell be filled. Let, let fewer people go to heaven populate hell and depopulate heaven so if you anyone that wants the devil to bless him all he needs to do is to begin to fight the things of god fight christianity fight the anything that is in the word of god fight what the bible says we should do and you can see that often time you know a lot of people when they want to become popular they just pick up something they what they just begin to talk about pastors right uh, and you see that people begin to support them. Support about pastors, fight the things of God. Talk, uh, talk against tithes, talk about pastors, talk about all the things that will just take people away from the kingdom of God to hell and Christians are not waking up. And you see that before you know it, those people will become blessed. Because once you are able to align yourself with the agenda of Satan, Satan's blessing will flow. You see, money is not what shows that God is with you. Money is not what shows that God is with you. So some of you will say, but this person is not serving God and is so rich. That person is not serving God and is so rich. And this one, he, he does not pay tight and, and, uh, 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 and is so blessed. Let me say this to you. What shows that God is with you is not money. What shows that God is with you is holiness, is righteousness. That is why it's called Holy Spirit, not money spirits. That's why it's called Holy Spirit. Non-money spirit. The, you see, you have the children of the world being blessed. You also have children of God being blessed. What is the difference between the prosperity of the children of God and the children of the world? It is the spirit that is powering their money. It's the power behind their money. So you see that somebody does not know God, but Satan is the one powering his money. That is why you have things called money ritual. Money this, money that. That's how people can slip around, commit adultery, kill people and rob people and they are making it because that is the power behind their own money but you also have people in the kingdom of god whose money is powered from heaven because they are doing the things that pleases god in this season of generosity what i am telling you is that it is time you align yourself with the agenda of heaven it is time You align yourself with the agenda of heaven. So the spirit of God is called Holy Spirit, not money spirit. The proof of his presence is his holiness, not money. The proof of his presence is holiness, not money. Are you with me? Are you with me? The question is, what is producing your money? What is the power behind your money? The third, is, when you talk about Satan's agenda, Lady P was at a conference, and some people came in that conference, and know what they said. They said, you know that the homosexual movements have come from America and Europe to Nigeria now. In fact, when we said that, somebody said it's true that they started taking over schools in Ghana. So what they do is this. They will approach a school and said, if you will um, adopt our curriculum, oh, this curriculum that will tell you that there is nothing between this, you can be male, you can be female, um, it, is, you can, it is how your body feels that matters, And you know, on that curriculum of homosexual, then they will begin to sponsor your school. And sometimes they give thousands on, they can just say, we'll sponsor that curriculum in your school with $100,000. And a school that has not seen money before. Or that, and depending on how big your school is. But they will say, if you adopt this curriculum, we'll be paying you yearly for teaching this curriculum hundreds of thousands of dollars for just teaching children This new curriculum. Where is that money coming from? Some people are sponsoring that agenda of devil. The devil is pushing his own agenda. The third agenda is the self agenda. The self agenda. So we have the God agenda. I'm going to talk about this more in the second session. I just want to quickly talk about. Use five minutes more to wrap up. The self agenda. So we have the God agenda. The devil's agenda. The next one is the self-agenda. Now, the self-agenda is what a lot of us, unfortunately, we fall victim of this self-agenda. The self-agenda is the one that looks inward, that wants to promote me, myself, and I. The self-agenda is the one that seeks to be neutral. I am not for God. I am not for the kingdom of darkness. I just want to be here. So, self-agenda is the one that makes you glory in your personal achievement. So you are happy with your new Prada. You are happy with your designer shoe. You are happy with your perfume. So self-agenda promotes your own personal welfare. So at the end of the month, you are so concerned about your house rent, your, your school, how you are going to buy new wig, how you are going to uh, um, save money. You know, it's about me, 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 me. And you know one thing, self-agenda always promotes the devil indirectly. Self-agenda is an indirect way of promoting the devil. Now, look at it. In Luke chapter 12, verse 16 to 20, a man planted and he saw that his, his farm, he had an abundance. And in Luke chapter six, 12, verse 16, he said, now that I have more money. And if you began to read look verse 17, and he thought within himself saying, what shall I do? Since I have no room to store my crops, to store my money. So he said, I will do this. I will pull down. See, I, I now, I will pull down my barns and build greater. There I will store all my crops and my goods. And I will say to myself, so you have many good lays off for many years. Take your ease, eat, drink, and be merry. But God said to him, fool, this night your soul will be required of you. Then then who will those things be which you have provided? And I look at verse 21. It says, so is he who lays up treasure for himself. He didn't say for the devil now. For himself. He, he lays up treasure for himself. This is a direct statement of promoting self-agenda. He lays up treasure for himself and is not rich towards God. Is not rich towards God. He's not rich towards God. He didn't say he gives to God. He said he's not rich. In other words, rich means he, he, towards God, that person is a billionaire. He's investing in the things of God with everything he has. The question today is when you look at last week, when you look at this when you look at 2022, are you rich towards God? Or you are you rich towards self? Or you, and how do you know whether you are rich towards God? things will show you. Number one, your prayer. Number two, your bank account. Whether you are rich towards God or you are rich towards God, what will show is your, your prayer and your bank account. When Jesus wanted to teach people how to pray in Luke 11, what did he say? He said, when you pray, Luke 11 verse 1 to 2, he said, say, our father, you see, the king. In other words, your brother say, be a and as I say, acknowledge the lordship of God. Say, our father. He didn't say myself. He said, say, our father. Who art in heaven? Hallowed be thy name. Then what's the next thing? Thy what? Thy what? Thy kingdom come. In other words, it's all about your kingdom. And when you say, thy kingdom come, you are praying, my king, whatever you want, I love you. I love your domain. I love your constitution. I And I'm going to promote your agenda. Thy will be done where? On earth. Your agenda be done on earth. So if your prayer have no intercession, you are not praying for souls. You are not praying for people to be saved. But every time you come, it's like my need, Lord. Meet my need, Me, myself, and I. Lord, help me to break through. Lord, help me. Promote me. You are, what you are praying for is that, Lord, promote me. Promote my agenda, not your agenda. When you promote self, you only move towards the devil. But when you promote his kingdom, you know, this is why I want to encourage all of you, for instance, now. Rise to glory in church. Before, a lot of us will see that our leaders used to chase you around. You are not on rise to glory, but now, it's not that we don't want to chase. we want to help you. But I really want you to understand what we do when we say, come on board 6 o'clock, between 6 o'clock and 7 a.m. You see, most of us, the reason why we don't join Rise to Glory is actually a good reason. Some of us are sleeping by that time because you love to sleep. Some of us at that 6 a.m. is the time you are preparing for work. So you see, you are, but when you look at your excuse, it's mostly about yourself. For instance, if you say that 6 a.m. tomorrow, everybody that comes online, they will receive $50,000 credits. I'm sure all those excuses will know what? Because that money is coming for who? Self. But when you wake up every morning, we have two prayer points, sessions in that place. The one you pray for the kingdom, the one you pray for self, it brings balance to your life. It brings balance to your life. You want God to prosper you. Think about his kingdom. Your money is the second revelation of your kingdom. Let me say this. The, when we talk about generosity, the generosity of a child of God is beyond just giving people money. Uh, uh, just like people would do for a beggar. No, 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 no. That's not how a Christian is generous. It's beyond just helping the poor. There is a way we do our own Generosity. So, you see that in the, the, the devil, when he wants to promote his own agenda, what he tells people is that go and start NGO. And there are so many NGOs in this world helping people. Thank God for those NGOs that are helping people. But you realize that one thing that is missing in all their charity is that they don't pray for people. They don't point people to God. You will thank the NGO, thank the founders and everybody... But there is no God factor. But you see, when a child of God becomes generous, when he wants to help the poor, he helps the poor in such a way that the poor will be pointed to God. So as I'm helping you, I'm not just giving you money, I'm giving you God. That is what is different when you are so we don't just i've seen people say i just want to do foundation i want to do this charity work no you see for you as a child of god all your generosity must point people not to yourself but to who to god and that is what the church is all about that is what that's one of the things the church does you see, the church is an NGO in a sense, and what we do is that everything we do, all our charity, most of you, nobody charge you, gets free. you are being blessed, enjoying things in church, being blessed, and doing all of all those things. But you see, ultimately, what do we do week in, week out? Point people to God through your charity. I want to encourage you this season. It is time to embrace the agenda of heaven. When we look at how you are spending your money or your bank account, is there something that is above there? And you know, most of us are so shy right now that we even, to even tell our friend that we're tight. We don't want to. But meanwhile, they, don't, they are not shy about it. You see, they're saying that they are, they are going for paraga there. They are going for club there. But you know, you, you, know, you are not going to, to even stay among your friends to say, hey, you know, me, I'm a tighter. You don't want to talk about it because they will say you are a fool. You are a fool. How many of you realize that to even talk about it is like is, you are a fool? But they, they are so bold in telling you that this is where my own agenda is. I, this is the kingdom and resource. I resource Chelsea like no man's business. I resource man you like no man's business. I resource. They are not shy to tell you where they are, what they are resourcing. But you, when you get to the ministry, people say that, oh, I'm going to church is a problem. To be said, oh, I pay tithes is a problem. Because you are not proud of where your resources is going. If you are a child of God, you must resource the kingdom you belong to. You must resource the kingdom. Look at all the all the this gay movement in America. Recently, in America, one of those schools that said that they did not want to adopt that homosexual thing, they said, "No, you are discriminating. You have to be closed down." In some states in America now, if the pastor says he's not going to join two men together, the pastor can be jailed. In New York, a caterer, they, 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 they will come to you deliberately. They know what they are doing. A caterer said, some gay couple said they want to get married. And this is what they want you to write on their cake. They will tell you. Then the, the woman said, no, I'm a Christian. I don't do stuff for gays. And they took her to court. And the court said she must do that cake. They, that, that you are discriminating. If people are now going to adopt children, go and find out what I'm saying. In, uh, in Europe and America now, same-sex couple easily adopt children more than opposite-sex couple. Because if you don't answer them, those adoption um, um, agencies, if they don't answer, them, they will tell them that they, they they will sue them. They will say that they are discriminating against us because we are man to man. So imagine children that are now being raised by two men in the house. But somebody, some a kingdom is resourcing some people are sponsoring those agendas. Whilst we, children of God, are busy destroying the kingdom of God. Pulling it down. Still arguing whether tight is right, tight is not right. Whether we should give offering, whether we should not give offering. Whether we should go to church, whether we should not go to church. Whether I should be a worker and I should not be a worker. And the children of kingdom of darkness, they are busy sponsoring their own kingdom. Sponsoring their own kingdom. Look at today now. The gay movement has taken over. And I hear, someone was telling me, even in our West African country now, some secondary schools have started teaching that it's not wrong to have sex. Because, you see, when they teach those things, dollar is flowing into them. Dollar is flowing into them. This, in the next 10 years, the way the world is going to change, you yourself will be part of it. Which side are you right now? Which kingdom are you resourcing? Your social media accounts, which kingdom is this sponsoring? Your money, which kingdom is it sponsoring? Even you, your talents, your life, which kingdom is it sponsoring? The question is this. Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all other things shall be what? Harder. I see it being harder to you. Can we stand to our feet this morning? Lift your open voice and pray for yourself today. Lord, help me to do more for you Lord help me to do more for you here I am oh my king call him your king I am your subject I am your all have your way in my life help me to live my life in such a way that will glorify you help me to live my life in such a way that will bring blessing to you oh Lord help me help me to lay up treasure in heaven Help me to promote your kingdom. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. You know, I want you to pray for yourself. You know, one of the things that have helped us this year as a church, I told our leaders, said we are no longer going to be hot or cold. We are going to spend and be spent for the things of God. I, I was on Twitter the other day when I saw what Naira posted. I just viewed the streets. The guy was smoking weed in a a porch car. I don't know, maybe a limousine or something. And do you know, as I began to watch all the comments, I see that thousands of people were liking it, liking it. And they were using a lot of slang and I said to myself this is a human being like me he's promoting the kingdom with his talent and I made up my mind from that day Lord we did five years we are going to run and dethrone all this kingdom do you know how many millions of followers they have whilst you and I are still busy saying I will not serve God I will not sing for God. Some of you, you can if with the platform you are, with the skill you have, you can be a better singer than them. But because God's kingdom is not in your motive when you look around ask yourself, I'm going to play my part in promoting God's kingdom with my talent with my life, with my resources lift your voice and say, Lord here I am use me to promote your kingdom, use me to promote your agenda, lift your voice and pray for yourself Oh, Lord, in my time, help me to do more than those who are promoting the devil's agenda. Help me to do more for you. Lift your voice and pray for yourself. Lord, help me to resource your kingdom with my energy, with my time, with my talent. Lord, here I am. Use me for your glory, Lord. Use me for your glory, Lord. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Now, I want to pray for you this morning. If you are watching online, if you are here, you want to give your life to Jesus. You want to rededicate your life to Jesus. You want you want to say, Jesus, I know that I've not been living my life to, to promote your kingdom, to give you prayer, but I'm repenting right now. You want to make him the Lord of your life. Just place your right hand on your chest. If you want to take that decision, God bless you. I see those hands. You know, you might be online, offline, in person here. Today is a good day to give your life to Jesus, to rededicate your life to Jesus. And um, to begin to resource the kingdom of God with your life life because God needs men like you, God needs sisters like you, He needs people like you to promote His kingdom. Now say this word after me say, Dear Heavenly Father, I come before you today. I acknowledge that I'm a sinner in need of your salvation. Today I've come before you Lord to give you my life, to give you my talents, to give you my resources. Lord Jesus, Please come into my life and be my Lord and my personal Savior. Wash all my sins away with your precious blood. And please write my name in the book of life. I give my life to you, Lord. I rededicate my life to you, Lord. Use me, Lord, for your glory. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name. Amen. Lord, I thank you for everyone. Who have prayed this from the depth of their hearts, Lord. I pray for those who have rededicated their life, their time, their resources, the entirety of their being to you, and those who have given you their life today. Lord, I pray for them that these ones will rise up to become fruitful and establish in your kingdom forevermore. Father, I pray that these ones will not miss it, Lord. Now use them for your glory, Lord. In Jesus' precious name, we have prayed. And I think upon your goodness. And your faithfulness each day